0: A state-owned Saudi Aramco has raised its selling price for flagship Arab-like crudes to Asia by 30 cents a barrel, boosting prices for a third consecutive month. That, just days after the kingdom, led a surprise OPEC Plus output cut which pushed prices above $80 a barrel and started talk again of $100 a barrel. Well, joining us to discuss that and the current situation in the oil market is Neil Beveridge, Senior Energy Analyst at Bernstein. Good morning, Neil.
1: Good morning, James.
0: Uh, nice to have you on the show. Uh, Hundred dollars a barrel for oil—is that uh, really in prospect?
1: I think it's well. I think it's possible. I think you know the factors that are really going to drive the market over the next uh, six to nine months are really threefold. First of all, we have the recovery in China demand. Uh, Post-COVID, uh, all indicators that we're seeing is that uh, travel in the mainland, mobility in the mainland is really rising very quickly, uh, and that's going to drive demand for middle distillates, gasoline, uh, jet fuel in particular. Uh, we've also got the curbs on uh, Russian uh, oil supply, and we're seeing uh, certainly exports of Russian crude dropping uh, in, in the market as a result of EU sanctions. And then now on top of all that, we've got the uh, cuts in OPEC supply, Of a billion barrels a day. So when you add those three things together, uh, it implies we're going to see material deficits, certainly in the second half of the year, that we think are going to push prices back up to $100 a barrel.
0: It seemed quite quiet in the oil markets up to the end of last week. And then uh, suddenly over the weekend, that surprise announcement, did that take you by surprise?
1: Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, I mean, we'd seen uh, in the, certainly in the first quarter uh, the markets being somewhat oversupplied, inventories were building, uh, but there was an expectation that the market was going to tighten in the second half of the year, and that OPEC okay, would really keep policy unchanged. But this surprise. Uh, cut in, uh, oil supply from OPEC, I think, um, you, you know, was, was certainly unexpected by, uh, by most people. And, you know, I think the possible reasons for Saudi doing this, um, I don't think they're trying to really, you know, uh, uh, push up oil prices well above $100 a barrel. But I think that what they're trying to do is really, you know, head off some of the risks around, uh, a recession. Because, you know, if we did see a recession, uh, in the West and certainly, you know, given the collapse of SVB, Um, and the merger between Credit Suisse and UBS. I mean, certainly the the financial risks have risen. And I think, you know, if we did see a recession, that would have negative implications for demand. And so maybe Saudi being a little bit cautious uh, there. And remember, Saudi needs about $80 a barrel uh, to break even for their budgets. They don't want to see prices slide uh, too
0: much. You mentioned the banks there. How much is there a spillover from, you know, this sort of so-called banking crisis into the oil and commodity markets?
1: Well I think it's the risks really around some sort of financially um you know you know driven recession um you know if we did see you know contagion um, 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 among the banks as a result of uh, the collapse in sVB um you know there is a risk that that certainly could you know slow down you know economic growth and you know the economy could come in well below the kind of two point nine percent estimates for for global uh, you know GDP growth this year and I think if we did see significantly slower uh, GDP growth, and that would certainly you know impact oil demand and I think that's really what the Saudis are worried about of course, if there isn't a recession, uh, then the market's going to be significantly um, um, short oil uh, and that will drive the higher prices um you know if there is a recession um you know I think what the Saudis have done will will pretty much give support to oil prices uh, by, by squeezing supply
0: you mentioned um Added demand potentially in China. Where is that oil coming from? Is that principally Russian oil?
1: So we've seen an increase in definitely Russian uh, exports into China. If you look at what Russia's doing, effectively, it's um, shifting crude exports away from Europe um, and into India and China, principally. Um, now that's a lot more difficult than shipping it to Europe because of the distances are so much longer, uh, and they're having to rely on shadow tankers to, um, um, you know, deliver those cargoes to Asia. So, you know, I think it's possible, you know, for Russia certainly to you know, get around these sanctions by using, you know, India and China. But there's, there's no question it's more difficult logistically. And that's why we've seen, uh, you know, Russian, Russian exports dropping. But but yes, it's, it's largely Russian oil and Middle Eastern oil that's really, um, you know, you, you know in, incrementally adding to China's supply this year.
0: Neil Beveridge is Senior Energy Analyst at Bernstein. Uh, thanks very much for joining us this morning, Neil.